So hello, uh, welcome to Writing Off the Deep End. I'm Mary Thaler. And I'm Jeffrey Edwards. Um, last episode was about ending our writing. Right, no, writing our endings. Writing our endings. <laughs> and, and this one is about en- ending our writings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's get started. So after you have your ending, you might, you will likely keep editing and revising. Uh, when do you know that you're finished? That? Oh, that's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, do you know when you're finished? I, I think you have stages where mm-hmm. you, where you feel you're finished. Mm-hmm. But then if you start to question things, mm-hmm. you can then, you can yeah. then change your mind about it, you know? Yeah. So that's what's tricky about it because... Uh, because the process of revision consists mm-hmm. of questioning everything you've done. Yes. And, and, and depending on how much you question things, mm-hmm. uh, you can actually rewrite the whole thing from A to Z. Sure. Right? So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is you often a good thing, but you can get trapped. You can um, tinker with something uh, forever and, and, and never uh, share it. Yeah, this sort of apocryphical mm-hmm. great American novel or great yeah. Canadian novel that somebody's writing in their backyard and, and never finishes, right? And never gets published mm-hmm. and never sees the light of day. So that's why I think <laughs> it's important to have deadlines. Uh, and because when the deadline comes, you might not be finished. But uh, but it does have to go I out mean, the I door. I mean, I set out deadlines. I, I yeah. have a, a plan. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote one for my 15-book cycle. Mm-hmm. but um, And I'm still following the sequence, but yeah. I'm two years behind the deadlines that I set. So, <laughs> but those are internal deadlines. I mean, the gold yeah, standard yeah. of deadlines is something... If you can manage to get, to get someone else to set your deadline yeah. for you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, uh, that's the, the thing of having a relationship with a publisher, I guess, mm-hmm. is uh, is a kick in the pants to get things done. Although that doesn't always work out, even with publishers, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and and I've sent things out, and I thought they were done, and and maybe it got rejected. Uh, and, yeah, and then and, you have to rethink things when mm-hmm. things get rejected. So it wasn't and, done after yeah. all. So the only really the only time that I will absolutely stop messing around with a story at the moment. Is if it's published, but like when when it's when it's been edited and published, it's appeared yeah. in the public. That's it. I don't I don't even look at them. No. Again. Yeah. But but I can see how even that might not be the end uh, because there are authors who have taken published work and and when it yeah. comes time to put it in an anthology, um, suddenly they're back and in. And with e-publishing, it's a little bit more flexible for changing stories after you've published. So really, it, I can be. I okay. Think. Yeah. So, <laughs> another trap there, right? Because you could suppose. keep tinkering forever uh, yeah. with these things. That's the because obviously you want you want to put your work out there, and so you want it to be the best it can be, mm-hmm. and that means you tinker with it forever because you're worried about you know. I mean, that's the danger, right? That mm-hmm. you're worried about finishing it, even it's with it, and accepting its imperfections, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, and I think there's this tension because it, it's worth making things as perfect as they can be because you sure hope that your writing will be around for a long time. So the, right. the work you put in, it, it's it's worth it. Um, on the other hand, part of the point of writing is to interact with, with readers, yeah. is, is, is to, um, to be out there 
in the dialogue, in the conversation. And so if your perfectionism is keeping you from participating, then it becomes a a handicap instead of an advantage. I had an old girlfriend whose father had a a saying. Mm -hmm. He was a civil engineer who worked for the Ontario government. Yeah. And his saying was, if it's it's good enough for government, stop before you finish all the perfection stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So I always say to myself, okay, good enough for government, stop there. It's a good attitude I think, to take. I think it's, that's probably made you a healthier, happier person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. So we've talked about ending a single story. Um, is there a sense in which you end a multi, when you have a multi-book project, uh, will it come to an end? I mean, there, there certainly seem to be authors out there who uh, uh, just keep adding once they've created a universe. They keep adding it to it forever. Mm. And then there are others that, much to the dismay of their fans, they say, nope, I've done, we're done. Yeah, we've explored that. And we, we won't do any more. Uh, um, uh, yeah, it's a good question. Um, I mean, uh, uh, you know, for my 15-book saga, the whole thing is is viewed as a single piece. And so, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't mean, you know, I have written other backstories for that yeah. for that sequence. So yeah. I don't think it's entirely closed within the 15 books. Okay. Uh, but um, I, I'm also mindful of, uh, um, uh, you know, trilogies that I think we've all read trilogies where we get really frustrated with with usually the second book, yeah, because it finishes with everything left open mm-hmm. and you have to buy the third book in order to, and read the third book in order to get this thing yeah. to finish. You walked into the trap. So we want, uh, you know, I think as a reader-writer, mm-hmm. you want to deliver a story, even in the middle story in a trilogy, mm-hmm. where there is a sense of closure, even yeah. though it leaves open these, you know, There's... these other questions, right? So yeah. obviously from a marketing perspective, it's probably... It's probably a workable solution to do that, but it's very frustrating for the reader. Yeah. Especially if you have to wait three years for the author to write the third one. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all, we're not going to name names, but we're all thinking of some specific people right now. <laughs> yeah. So you do want, I think you want a closed piece for each novel. Yeah. Um, and you want it to feel like a landing. Yeah. Uh, before you open, uh, but leaving open these larger questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, it's a, there's an art to that part of the process, I think. Yeah. And I've certainly struggled with it back and forth uh, in some of them. Well, it's going to be something you'll have to uh, really think about with a 15 book saga. There's going to be a lot of thought right. <laughs> going into that. <laughs> that brings us to the end of endings. And now, um, for next time, we're going to do a second interview. Next time, we'll be talking to Taya Boudou, who's a writer of science, science fiction, and all kinds of uh, exciting things uh, based in San Francisco. So tune in next time. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you like what we're doing. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye.